More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Bavarians is for your man and you too. What did you say? No boulder doctor baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, breaking the seal all over the finer things of life, Greg Scott and Dan. Yes, welcome in, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking along with us. We are the Unfiltered Gentleman. I am Greg. That is Scott. Greetings, greetings. And that is Dan. <laughs> I can't follow that up. <laughs> that was good. He one-upped your game there. He did. Oh, yeah, he oh, caught man. me off guard with that one. Yeah, I, I can't blame you. I would have had nothing after <laughs> that. A shot to the balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's too late. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for joining. Like I said, we have a lot of show to get to today. We have another drunk story from oh. Immigrants Frillings Fest. A little bit of sports news to talk about. Some huge breaking news Ooh, in the oh? beer world. Oh, wow. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, and so, so much more. Um, but first, let me tell you guys that our burp word of the week is buzzer beater. Oh, shit. Ooh. We'll get to that in, in some sports but talk. Quiet. on. The what? The quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, and shout out to our top listening city of last week, and that is Ooh, Thousand Oaks, California. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, keep, keeping it local to us around here. So thank you, Thousand Oaks, for hanging out and uh, drinking some beers with us. Don't forget when you're on the social media is the hashtag show us your beers. You can also rate and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever else you get your pods from. Uh, and make sure you hashtag show us your beers. I think that's everything. I think we're all looking a little dehydrated over oh, yeah. here. So uh, let's fix things. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. So I'll tell the story in just a couple of few when we get into crotch talk. But this beer comes to us. Uh, the beer's not from Colorado, but it comes to us from some friends in Colorado. Right on. This is from Connecticut. Uh, we are drinking Lawson's Finest Liquids Sip of Sunshine IPA. It is 8%, has 65 IBUs, a 4.39 on untapped. That is very high. And a 4.56 on Beer Advocate. From the brewery, they say, This lupulin-laden India pale ale is packed with juicy tropical fruit character, bright floral aromas, and delectable layers of hop flavor. Our sip of sunshine is brewed by Lawson's Finest Liquids in Statford, Connecticut, at Two Roads Brewing, and will continue to be produced at that location. Sip of Sunshine is a beer inspired by the original Double Sunshine IPA brewed in Vermont, previously in Warren, and now at our brewery. They have recipes with different, distinct differences in the hops, specialty malts, and water source for the beer. Yet they share the same, the similar juicy tropical fruit character and a floral aroma that jumps from the glass. Pour mindfully, inhale deeply, and enjoy a tropical vacation in a glass. Always store cold, enjoy fresh, and stay cool. I just drink the damn beer. <laughs> no, it is. It's very, very. You must follow those instructions, I think, because it is a very delicious beer. This is nice. I, is I feel like tasty. this is right up Dan's alley. It's uh, got that classic pininess to it that we all remember in IPAs of years past. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can. Yeah, it's got that dank. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The sticky icky. That's right. The ooey. Now let's talk a little bit about hops. Let's talk about them indeed. Scott, what say you? I am liking it. Mm-hmm. 68 IBUs, or 65 IBUs, I uh, I would have guessed it was a little bit higher, but I like it. You do get a little bit of that tropical, but it really comes in with pine, then gets a little fruity, and then washes away the pine again. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I would have thought it would have been higher IBUs, too. Yeah, it drinks that way, So, mm-hmm. but uh, it is good, and it is uh, definitely a quick drinking beer. And I'd say it hides the 8% pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's it's got uh, piney fresh breath. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is for a mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, are you a lumberjack? <laughs> right. You smell so piney. Lumberjack. <laughs> they, they could ship this to the uh, left coast. And, uh, we could be enjoying it out here. Yes, we could. More often than we in, are now. In fact, uh, wait please, a minute. Please do. Yes, indeed. Please do. That would be quite nice. That goes down nice and easy. Yes, it do. I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> now get this man another beer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's find out how I got this beer. Have yes. a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. It is indeed. Um, so last week, I got an email from a listener, Davis, and he's from Colorado. He said he's coming out to California for a very quick beercation. Stopping through LA for a couple of days and, and asked me uh, my opinions on some breweries. His plan was to hit, man, it was at least five breweries a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And he's like, here's what we're planning on. And it was even more than that on some days. And I, I gave him my opinions like, oh, this one's great. This one's not so great. Blah, blah, blah. And he said, but uh, we're going to go to Integrin because you guys talk about it all the time. And they were staying not too far from where Integrin is. I said, cool, let me know when you're there. We'll meet you there. And uh, so met up with him last Thursday night. And he said, yeah, if you're going to be there, I'll bring you some beers. I said, okay. So he brought a little Colorado care package for us. Oh, right on. And uh, today we'll be drinking all beers that he has provided to us. Oh, cool. Cool. This uh, Lawson's finest liquid sip of sunshine is from Connecticut, like we said. But he said uh, it's something that they get fairly easy out there in Colorado and that he knew we didn't get. So he wanted to make sure and bring that out for us. Uh, and then he brought out some other stuff, which we'll have next, and maybe even next week we'll have a, one or two more. Nice. Colorado's got some good beer. Yes, they no do. True question. that. Yeah. That is for sure. Um, so we hung out at Intergrin. We He brought his friend Brian out from Colorado, and uh, their other friend with a great name, Greg, who lives wow. locally, was there <laughs> as well, and was a very nice guy. Bought myself and the lady friend a couple of beers. What a nice him. guy. Yeah, was very, in fact, it was actually on Brian. <laughs> Brian opened a tab, and, and David's just go. all right, it's on Brian's tab. <laughs> and uh, Brian had to keep stepping out and taking work calls. So every time he stepped out, we ordered more beer. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Brian. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was really good. And and they were asking us about the beers at Integrin, and we were telling them, like, oh, you know, like they have the Red Heights come out right now. Like, oh, this is really good. It's a great summer beer. They bought some of that to go home. Uh, oh, and then Brittany came over, which is great. Brewer Brittany came over. Like, hey, this is, this is Brittany. She's the one that made your beer that you're drinking right now. And they're oh, like, yeah. oh, hey, that's so cool. And so we all talked for a while, and it was it was a good old time. Grand old time. Grand old time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, also, just figured I'd mention, I am off to Asheville in the Carolina region later this week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, go have to go out for a wedding, but uh, making this a working trip, I'm going to conduct at least one interview, trying to All work right. on one more. Good for you. Yeah. Tax deduction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Working vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, what'd you do? I got really drunk on my working vacation. <laughs> uh, so Good no. Job. Yeah. Uh, so no, I got uh, at least one lined up working on one more. Uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the wedding itself, the groom-to-be 
provides CO2, like their company provides CO2 for beverages. Bless and, him. And yeah, he provides it to all the breweries. Like oh, nice. His, his yeah. accounts are all He's breweries. my hero. Yeah, so we're going to do some brewery hopping, I'm told, when we're out there. Cool. And, uh, so yeah, not the worst wedding I've had to go to with the lady friend. I think we've told many a story about yeah. awful weddings and baby showers I've been forced to go to. <laughs> Actually not uh, looking too down upon this one. Right. Didn't sound like a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any excuse to make it down there, I don't think we really have a lot to you know of excuses to go down there so exactly you got you got a wedding yeah. to go to it's like hey i gotta hit that's some breweries a, yeah i gotta do some research while i'm here i like that yeah hey, beer yeah. girl territory so let it us, is let yeah. us know man give her our best yeah yeah oh that's we right. miss her yeah. on the show yeah i'll be giving a full report and the plan at this point is uh beer girl will be coming out brewery hopping with cool. us. oh nice so nice. very excited to meet dale uh and her her man friend matt hardy Yes, Matt Hardy. Oh, nice. <laughs> Get coach Luke Walton. Oh, he's not the coach anymore. Oh, oh wow. That's right. Man, that's the coach of the Kings. That's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's a big throwback, Matt Hardy. <laughs> God, that was early in the show. Wow, it was. Yeah. So uh, looking what forward a memory. to memory. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, last week on the, the show <laughs> was uh, my interview with Cameron from Helix and Sourworks. If you haven't listened to that, you should check it out. Uh, a lot of fun. He's, he's putting out some of the best sours I've ever had. No joke. And I also need to apologize to Cameron. Yesterday, I was posted on Instagram. His name is Cameron Ball, if you haven't uh, found that out yet. I was posted on Instagram yesterday, and I was doing it hastily, <laughs> and right. I, I missed the autocorrect. It's the only way to gram. <laughs> hastily? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slow grammars are bitches. <laughs> That's right. And I missed the autocorrect, and he was very he very nicely messaged me to let me know that I had accidentally added an S Oops. to his name. That's dubbing him Cameron Balls. Wow. And uh, <laughs> my sincerest of apologies, it has been fixed. He's back to Cameron Ball. Good. And uh, you should listen to that interview. It was a lot of fun. I would have taken that as a compliment, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, you are the balls. That's true. <laughs> so That's how he's like introduced. Like, the balls behind the beer. Yeah. Cameron Ball. Yeah. But actually, not so bad. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, my apologies. But maybe you're welcome. I don't Who know. Knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Is he related to that great Laker point guard? Uh, Lonzo What's Balls. His name again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that one, yeah. Yeah, Lonzo Hasno. <laughs> middle name is Hasno. Yeah, yeah Lonzo Balls. So. Anyways, uh, that's it for me. Anybody have any grievances or anything they'd like to share? I guess just really quickly, super quickly. Yeah. Is that um, you just reminded me when you, you, know, you went to Integrin. That I was unable to make it. I was supposed to go there. Right. So I'd just like to apologize you know, to everybody that went. That I was not available. We had a grand old time. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Because um, of my stupid car. Yeah. Know. Dan's Uh-oh. Flintstone car broke down. <laughs> I know, his, man. his feet got tired of uh, <laughs> pedaling. The good news is, is I, I think I found a pretty good mechanic finally. So I, I'm happy about that. Like, that is I, good. He actually bumped into a coworker when I got my car back. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> you come here a lot? Like, you know, like <laughs> come here often. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, he, he's like, yeah, no, this guy's really good. And well, that's like, good. Yeah, that's good, man. So I've been looking around because last time I went and got my car fixed, like, I was about to drive it away, and I was, the shifter was just going through all the gears oh, without geez. me pressing it. I'm like, dude, like I was like, I called him back over. I'm like, what the hell is yeah. this, man? Like, he's <laughs> like, fuck? oh, I, I guess I got a time. I'm like, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, like, you know? This wasn't a stick shift last week. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, this this dude seems pretty good. Uh, but, um, man, yeah, it's still, I, I got to sell this car, man. I'm it is impeding done. on your drinking ability. I'm just done with this car. Yeah, that's yeah, not good. It impedes on the drinking. No, it's got to go. That's yeah. no boy, no. Mm-hmm. That's not good at all. So uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm no. glad you found yourself a, Correct. a new trusty mechanic. Exactly. So hopefully your your feet will be less sore. <laughs> 
hope so, man. Peddling your Flintstone card. Dabba, dabba, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, anybody else? Uh, I'll just share a brief. All right, move it. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm done. Okay. It is brief. Um, my, uh, my fight with... Uh, Nature, Mother Nature, oh, or whatever, uh-huh. the animal kingdom. Okay. It's kind of a, you know, in, on the weekends, the uh, wife works all weekend, so right. I leave work early, so it, like four in the morning, I got to take the dog out to do her thing, and so last weekend, I was taking the dog out to do her thing, I'm hearing a noise in the bushes, oh, which geez. I'm assuming is a cat, so I'm like, oh, stupid cats. Uh, we turn cats around are a, stupid. They are stupid. Oh, I hate, my God. But, I mean, <laughs> cats are swell. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, so we, we turn around the corner. I see this, like, something weird in the shadows, and I'm, like, thinking it's just maybe a shadow itself. As I get a little bit closer, it's this big-ass raccoon. Oh, Jesus. And this fucking thing was as big as, a like, a medium-sized dog. This was not missing out on any meals. Did he call you Taserface? He did. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know, I just saw your movie. Come on. Yeah, you know, all right. <laughs> Anywho, I didn't want the dog to see it because the dog would try to chase it and maybe uh, rile it up or something. So I immediately I turned around. Well, I did. I thought maybe because I heard that they're afraid of humans and pets. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well, we'll hey, you know, combo make it run away. Yeah, well, one, so two I punch. took a couple <laughs> steps towards it and it just kind of raised its back up. Oh, you know, shit. like okay, come on, bring it. So I, okay, let's turn around, and go the other way. <laughs> so me and the dog, we turned around, and went the other way. We walked around the corner and it came back, and it was sitting right in front of my bedroom window. Oh god, just staring, just sitting there staring. I'm like, okay, this <laughs> he knows where I lived. Ow, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna break in later. So I wasn't sure. I so finally I just picked up the dog and carried the dog in the house, put the dog in the in the house, and I left. When I went out to the parking lot where my car was. Then it's out there in the parking lot oh, again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dang. So, yeah, I called the police and this raccoon's stalking yeah. me. Yeah. I swear he wants to rape me or something. And, like, sir, yeah. no one wants to rape you. <laughs> yeah. Once, <laughs> once the lights went on, he left. Yeah. But anyway, it's just kind of weird. It, it followed me. See, a around. prowler with a mask on is, is <laughs> stalking you? <Yeah. laughs> Looks a bit like the Hamburglar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, kind of a scary attack raccoon. Yeah. That somebody pointed towards me right. for some Damn. reason. We've been hearing the coyotes at my place at night. Oh, and like yeah. we kind of always have off and on. Like there's some open space not too far, but a week or so back, like they do that, you know, yipping noise when yeah. they kind of make oh, yeah, a kill, yeah, yeah. you know, like, oh, you know, they're eating. Well, it sounded super close. Oh. And the dog hadn't gone out for his last pee yet. Oh, shit. And so I was like, fuck. So I just told the lady friend, I was like, all right, I'll go in front. I'll bring the stick out that we used to like close the window, you know, <laughs> and then I'll just, I'll go first. And if you hear me scream, run the other way. <laughs> We didn't see anything, but man, it sounded close. It's kind of freaky. Yeah, that's my, crazy. Yeah, my dog's stupid. He'd like run over and try to beat him up, but he's twenty five pounds, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, well, it, it, where I used to live, we I actually saw raccoons like really close to my door, like early in, again, early in the morning. And there's like mm-hmm. two of them just kind of roaming around. And so I told the family, "Hey, if you're gonna bring the dog out, be sure you have the leash on it. Because, you know, if it's early or late, because you know the raccoon, uh, the the coyotes will carry it off. Because I did see a raccoon carrying a cat." Oh, jeez. And then like a day or two later, I saw a little notice about the mailboxes. My cat's missing. Oh, the cat's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I said, hey, I saw the raccoon, uh, the cat, the coyote (laughs) carried it away. No, I didn't say nothing. I'm like, be careful of those coyotes. Yeah. Where I used to live, we found cat parts in our front yard. That's that's never a fun sight. As much as I don't like cats, I don't want to see their parts in my front yard. Not really. So. I don't right. mind seeing a coyote carrying it away, but yeah, that's fine. Don't yeah. leave it don't there leave in my it, yeah. yard. <laughs> Clean up. Do your own dishes. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, all right, let's uh, let's liven things up a Indeed. bit here. Yeah. yeah, enough of the nature. Yeah. Enough of when nature kills. Uh, Old timey <laughs> word of the week: guzzle guts. Ooh, 
guzzle gods. It's one that is greedy of liquor. <laughs> oh, damn. I like That's all of us. Yeah. That's a good one. We're a bunch of guzzle guts. I'm going to try to remember this Welcome one. to the unfiltered guzzle guts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really are. That'd be a good one at a party. Yeah. Like someone drinking a little quick, like, hey, guzzle guts. Yeah. Another Sl- beer guzzle guts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at old guzzle guts passed out again. <laughs> uh, typical guzzle guts. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's class things up. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. Yes, it is. And you can find her on the Instagrams at, pay attention, Scott, that oh, underscore hoppy underscore girl. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that hoppy girl underscores in between each word. Whoa. In this picture, she's drinking a collaboration from Monk Monksa Brewing and Tool Beer. Uh, looks pretty tasty there, and also doing some work on her computer. Anyways, follow her for more uh, beer goodness at that hoppy girl with underscores in between. There you go. Word. Beers and computers. Uh, all right, we got uh, that drunk story to get to some booze news, oh, but okay. first, let's talk a little sports. And now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore Chop. For the one-two punch, it's time for sports. And if I could just kind of jump in real quick. Please uh, do. Cleaningupteglass.com. I've been a busy little beaver lately. You have. Yeah, yeah. I put out two. Like, two. Was it three? Two. I think. Was Last, it three? Oh, no. It was two. Okay. There is a third one, though, that I, I want to talk about really, really quick. Okay. But uh, the first two. one. Yeah, the first <laughs> one I did, It's uh, it was called Late Whistle. Basically, I was talking about uh, referees in the NBA and uh, everyone's, hey, we don't like And you em. admitted to reading books. That's right. Yeah. I did. How dare I? I'm so I? embarrassed. Yeah. I know. How dare I be intellectual? Like, who is this guy? I'm like, I don't know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just about how, you know, everyone's kind of pissed off about the referees and the NBA. But you mm-hmm. know what? Um, basically, what I was writing is, hey, it's it's a long history. You look back at it. Yeah. I read this book, uh, like I said, by Tim Donaghy called Personal Foul. And he's the guy that gambled right. on games. But what people don't realize is he gambled on games that Joey Crawford would ref or like Dick Pavetta would ref because yeah. you could almost call it, you know? And I, I oh, yeah. thought that myself. I thought, God, well, he, Joey Crawford's out here. The Spurs are going to lose. Oh, yeah. That's, you know what that's I mean? a given. Yeah. So it's not like he was really like, yeah. you know, so just his book, like I felt, just kind of reaffirmed my beliefs about that. And um, he it, never really gambled on his own game. So that's I what mean, he says. I don't know oh, if I buy so, all oh, of okay, it. Okay. Okay. You know, but he did have the FBI agent that yeah. arrested him. He yeah. did his forward for him. So I don't know. Like, yeah, oh, that really? was weird. Yeah. That was weird. I, I read that. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> well, you you read you said that in your call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I mean, like, that was kind of weird. Yeah. So you think like you know most of what he said must be legit if the guy's gonna yeah I co-sign all that you yeah, know what right. I mean? so yeah maybe because he let him do a cavity search or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah maybe but uh, basically I just kind of wrote about that and how Steve Javi was a ref back in the days you know now we have Scott Foster who hates the Houston Rockets yeah but back in the days it was My Steve hero. yeah Steve <laughs> Steve Javi who hated uh, Allen Iverson and basically mm-hmm. a lot of other players but mainly Allen Iverson yeah and I just kind of go through that and do some comparisons and just tell you hey it's not going to get any better. We're going to be stuck with shitty refs probably the rest of NBA. It's just the way it is. And that's how it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I guess, you know, like you're calling they're human. Mm-hmm. And if they get a certain, you know, feeling against a certain person or team. It's going to happen. It's going to come out in their calling. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, it's hard it's not, sad. you know, if you feel a certain way against a person, it's hard not to show that sort of yeah. favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that part I get. cop, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I've, I've heard that there's studies where they show ra- racial bias in the league, which I think uh, is really interesting because I'd say most of the league is uh, African-American. Yeah, right. Yeah. So to be showing race racial bias in a league where uh, most of the refs are white and most of yeah. the players are not, it's like, you guys better get your shit together. <laughs> That's weird. Be- because I think you can uh, train that out of people. I don't think you can train people liking or disliking right. somebody. But I think thir- certain things like racial bi- bias, yeah. uh, certain levels of sensitivity training can right, right. train that out of people. Because mm-hmm. it's not that you're going to feel any different, but they need to be trained on how they see that. Like mm-hmm. they, they need to recognize that they're doing that. Correct. And I, I think that's one step that needs to be taken. Correct. But you're right. I think just like, you know, biases against people right. in general. Yeah, how do you fight that? Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Right. Like I said, I I think once you... Just ask Tim Duncan. Well, what I said is, <laughs> yeah. uh, what I felt you, you should do is once you identify it, like Scott Foster clearly hates the Rockets, and uh, even though everyone really does hate the Rockets, like at this point, like if he's becoming a determining factor in a playoff game, you got to terminate him. Or at least never let him ref a Rockets yeah. game. Or something. Something, yeah. 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 It's pretty ridiculous that they're standing by and saying, oh, I see nothing wrong with this. Like... Well, if refs would start getting in trouble, you'd see a lot less of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's true. But you know what? The Rockets should call him out on that because it's kind of the old game that Phil Jackson used to play. That's true. When the refs would call against the Lakers, and he'd call him out. And the refs would kind of, to make up for it, go the totally the other way on would the next totally, game. You yeah. would, man. They, they wouldn't just kind of get worse because you pissed them off? Yeah. No, they would no, because they wanted to prove that they were not that's true. against I, the Lakers. I always felt like when he bitched about the refs, we were going to win. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was, <laughs> it was weird. Interesting. The Zen yeah. master, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably doing some voodoo <laughs> shit on him, too. Yeah, or mind tricks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because so. if they like tried to you know, re- 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 you know, pay back Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say reciprocally. Re- re- it's a big word. Yeah, so <laughs> it's too many, more than three letters, I can't say it. <laughs> then it'd be too obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. Phil, True that. Phil knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He's the man. Yeah. Then the other one, real quick, was that um, it was about uh, basically all the Laker fans going nuts on the front office that, you know, they want, you know, Rob Palinka out. They want Genie <laughs> to sell the team. It's kind of like I basically wrote and thought, like, well, where were all those joy, joy feelings we had last year? Right. You know, as Laker fans, <laughs> right. we felt like we were just like the best team in the league well, all I, of a sudden. Yeah. And Genie did the right thing by firing her brother and bringing in Magic and Rob. And Rob was making the right trades clear up cap space like basically what i thought was i I feel like a good gm is one that has tradable assets and or cap space the Mm -hmm. lakers have both so i mean i I don't understand how he's doing a bad job he's not it's not like when mitch kupchak would sign like luke luke walton to like a five five year 40 million dollar deal or when he signed like Vladimir Rodmanovich to a four-year like forty million dollar deal, it was right. kind of like you know. And Mitch Kupchak did some good things, but like there were still some flubs here and there, you know. And I don't feel like Rob so Corey far is Brown. really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's another <laughs> one that's true. Dang, and we traded Karam Butler for him. Yeah, that's right. But um, you know, uh, just thinking about that, like I don't see the same flubs that Palinka has done yet. People could say you flubbed the head coaching thing, but Teron Lue, are we serious about that? Oh like, my god, not hiring think, him. Yeah. Was- the least flub he's yeah. made. His phone is not ringing off the hook right now. No. I heard Stephen A. saying, "Well, Vogel, his his phone isn't ringing off the hook either." It's like, well, no, but Lou for sure is not going to get a job this year. No, no. Who want? He's he's a glorified babysitter. Exactly. And uh, I, I said it well a year, well almost a year ago. 
LeBron is not going to be the answer yeah. to winning a championship. Mm-hmm. He's still he's old enough to where he needs people around him. He cannot will his way to a title anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him then. I still don't want him now. I still think he's a cancer yeah. in the locker room. But either way, I said he will not win us a championship. At best, he'll get his first round. And boy, was that optimistic. Yeah, right? Yeah. Super optimistic. Yeah. Hitting, man. So, And for the Laker haters, I'll just say this real quick. And I think I already said it. but You're all right. Of- yeah. <laughs> all of you you're all, all you're, you're, correct. You're, you're correct yeah uh, don't try to please lebron james by hiring a coach or whatever you need if you really want anthony davis you get somebody that anthony davis likes yeah because yeah. if you get him he's going to be the center point point. and please he's young and you want to trade lebron for anthony davis yeah. or zion or that's all akateka kempo yeah uh, <laughs> no kidding any of them yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take a one for one throw a free right razor there. in there to get rid of that uh, yeah. unibrow so right, I, yeah i threw all that in there too you know that you know that you, they're saying well how could they trade him it's like it'd be very easy in fact you know some of the trades the teams would say no we don't want lebron yeah. james yeah, it's pretty clear teams, yeah. So um, the Knicks I, would be stupid to go Zion for LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Damn, but monster. they are stupid. They are stupid. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, Jeannie can work her magic with <laughs> Phil over there. <laughs> Is he still there? I think so. Right? Isn't Phil still in New York? Uh, no, he's not. Oh, oh. no. He Just kidding. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Yep. Undo. Uh, well, we already mentioned it. Frank Vogel now the head coach of the Lakers, and Jason Kidd is his assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Warriors beat the Rockets. Thank God. Rockets will not be moving on to the finals. Thank I God. would have lost all faith in the NBA. What little I had left. <laughs> God, <laughs> rough. Yeah. Uh, Raptors beat the 76ers and move on. Woo, what a game seven. Yep. That Man. was a good one. Two, in my opinion, two good game sevens yesterday. Yeah, I missed the first one. Got to see the Raptors, and man, that last second, that that ball bounced around that bucket. Oh, what felt like a minute. It man. was funny. I man. thought he was going to overtime. Yep. Me too. Like yeah. and it was funny because I got the alert on my phone that said, "Oh, the Raptors won on a game winner." Like, oh shit, I got to watch it. So I'm watching the highlights, and then I see that shot go up, and it bounces. I go, "Oh, I guess they went in overtime." And then it kind of like bounced all yeah. over. I go, no way it goes in. And it went in, and it's yeah. like I knew there was a game winner, and I had no idea that that was it because it just bounced everywhere. It was crazy. Right. To watch, it was so funny. To watch it live felt like forever. <laughs> right. And then when I watched all the replays, like even slowed down, it was still only two and a half seconds. Right. And I was like, man, did that feel like just time stopped when that was going on. Yeah. It did. I think it yeah. took like three or four bounces before finally falling in that bucket. Man. Watching it live after the first bounce, I'm going, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you guys are not basketball fans uh, per se, go look for the Raptors 76ers Game 7 buzzer beater yeah. clip. It yeah. is worth a watch. It's what sports is all about. That's right. Made me want to watch a little bit of basketball. And I will say uh, uh, my Nostradamus article <laughs> that I wrote back in October 17th, I said that in the second round, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors would play each other. I said the Raptors would have to win a game six to get to the game seven in Philly, and they did. And then I said the Raptors would win the seventh game. So the only thing you were wrong about was it wasn't in Philly. Oh, no, no, no. The game six they won oh, in Philly. Oh, game still, six in Philly. Yeah, but in game, game seven, they, yeah, Back in, in Toronto. Toronto. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know that I stated that, but hopefully I've got the seeds we'll see right. You did. Something like yeah. that. But man, but, yeah. that, was a, that was a game. It was yeah. good. Uh, and finally, a little football news. The <laughs> The judge throws out the video evidence in the Robert Kraft massage uh, happy ending case. So basically just handing the case over to Robert Kraft. <laughs> it's like, hey, we got a video of you uh, with you know hookers and stuff. Like, no, we don't need to use that. That's that's not usable. <laughs> well, yeah. Go Patriots. Yeah. Money will do great things yeah. for you. 
Whoever says money won't buy you happiness is full of shit. It'll buy you out of a lot of sadness. Yeah. It'll buy you out of yeah. uh, <laughs> some hooker situations. Yeah. And ironically, the judges were in a Tom Brady uh, jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that day. Can you imagine? <laughs> Shit's all corrupt, man. Oh, of course it is, especially in that organization. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we get to booze news, let's uh, run, run down. Let's play our drunk story, or one of our drunk stories, from Integrin's Frillings Fest. All right, so my husband and I went to a karaoke bar one night because my friend was in town who lived in San Francisco at the time, and I hadn't seen her in about a year. And she was there with this really douchey guy she was dating, and he kept buying everyone shots. And mind you, I hadn't had that much alcohol all at once in a really long time, and so within an hour and a half, I was pretty sloshed gone just not there and i kept begging for water and my husband gave me water and he's like you have water and i was like no this isn't water and he's like yes that's water and i'm like this is not water and it's a completely full glass of water and i'm trying to drink it but it's not working out like straw lips the whole function of water to mouth stomach was not happening and I knew I was going to be sick. So I grabbed his arm and I dragged him to the bathroom. And since I couldn't really see what I was doing or function well, somehow I body slammed the toilet seat with my elbow and chipped the bone. And there was a little piece of bone floating around my elbow for about a year afterwards before it finally dissolved and disappeared. But... He never lets me live it down. To this day, he likes to tell that story to anyone that does ask for a drunk story of me. So that's my story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the macho man coming down on this toilet right here. Oh, man. I know. Right? You think she slapped her elbow before she went to hit it? You know, <laughs> that's the only proper way to come off the top rope. That's right. <laughs> elbow first. slap that thing. Yeah. Coming down, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I got to find me a douche to buy me liquor. <laughs> right? That was like a miss. Like, come on. How you call the, guy, call the guy a douche and you get drunk on his dime? You know what's funny is one of my best friends is a girl. And some of my uh, favorite, yes, yet hated them the most of her ex-boyfriends were the douchebags that would just buy everyone alcohol because that's what they thought it would take for them to be liked by other people. Okay, I so yeah. while they were very much douchebags. I drank a lot of free booze. Yeah, so I guess if you're, you know, you realize you're a douchebag and nobody likes you, you try to get by people's love and affection, like whatever. Yeah, Yeah. it can happen. Yeah, so that always, yeah, I'll tell you if you're a douche. (laughs) That always worked out well for me. Uh, Uh, I think I'm going to do that from now when I walk into the bar, just walk up to some guy and say, hey, douche, and see if he buys me some alcohol. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Or kicks my ass. Yeah, find find out if he's truly a douche or not. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to share your drunk stories, you can always leave us a voice yeah. now. 805-538-BEER-2337. Like yeah. We still have a few more from Integrin to go that we'll get to in the coming weeks. All right. I think it's time. Oh, Siri is going crazy on Scott's phone over there. <laughs> I don't think that's the first time that's happened either. No, it's not. Uh, I think it's time that we make a call to the pen. Bullpen for beer. He's trying to be the fourth member of the gentleman over I here. I know. He's mentioned douche and Siri pops right <laughs> in. <laughs> so you didn't quite get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy paying your tab. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, thanks, Siri. By the way, why is your Siri a man? Right. 
and not an Australian chick. Yeah, mine's an Australian chick. <laughs> That's right, mine too. Oh yeah, I heard your Siri. I was like, oh man, she sounds hot. So I gotta change mine. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah, nothing better than an Australian accent. Correct. All right, for our bullpen beer, we are drinking Four Noses Brewing. About damn time IPA. It is about <laughs> That's damn what that time. was about. <laughs> yes. 7.1%. It has 68 IBUs, a 3.92 on untapped, and a 4.1 on beer advocate. Pretty respectable scores. This, of course, comes to us from our friends in Colorado, Davis and Brian. Thank you, gentlemen, once again. Thank By you. the way, free alcohol, not douchebags. Right. They're they're the perfect one-two punch. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from the brewery, says they use Simcoe, Amarillo, Yukonat, and Mosaic hops. This American IPA has been a crowd favorite since its conception in 2015. Assertive tropical and citrus aromas hold up a crisp, bitter backbone. Despite the overall hoppiness, about damn time ensures drinkability for any time. It's always about damn time you've had about damn time. <laughs> I should have pulled the drop of uh, Ron Simmons. Damn. I know. Yeah, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. Damn. Yeah. How do we feel about about damn time? Oh, man. Good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. About damn time. Got some of this. Yeah. Definitely got some of that uh, pine up front. But unlike the last one, it makes its way into some tropical and finishes i think very citrusy mm-hmm. yeah i like this one. i agree wow i almost feel like the other one was more citrusy interesting like, yeah i feel like my taste is like way off right now well, or something i i am no expert uh i feel like the other one finished like went citrusy then finished piney this one i think starts piney then goes tropical and finishes citrus. Oh, fuck. But uh, I am no expert. Well, it's, you sounded like one, so I guess I'm going to have to go with that. I just say it with conviction, yeah. and people believe me. Well, it was a good, nice order. Yeah. Like, here, I'm just like, I feel like it was like more. <laughs> See, I just do things with conviction. Like, Dan, I'm sorry to let you know, but you do have herpes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, and then you're like, oh, shit. No, like, See, that's true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Who told you? Wow. Yeah. Um, Davis was telling me a funny story about the brewery. Apparently... Uh, it's it's Four Noses Brewing. I guess it started by a family, four people in the family, and they all have large noses. <laughs> so they just named it Four Noses Is Brewing. That right? That's what he That's said. I, oh, I think I'm getting that right. That's good. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Schnoz Brewing. Yeah. <laughs> the cool. Schnoz berries taste like Schnoz berries. <laughs> uh, so anyways, if you're ever in Broomfield, Colorado, go check out Four Noses That's Brewing. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Very, very tasty. In the words of my, uh, when I watched Adam Sandler last weekend, I'm going to say Davis, Brian, and Greg, not a douche. <laughs> not a douche. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. he was on Saturday Night Live, huh? Yeah. That's right. Did That's Opera Man. Did yeah, he, he did. <laughs> I uh, I fell asleep. Oops. Oh. I mean, nothing against Adam Sandler. I was just pretty hammered. Hey. I, I recorded it. So. It's oh, on good. late, man. It is. Like, what, 1230 it starts? Like 1130 to 1. Oh, okay. And I usually catch about the first half hour, and then the booze kicks in. And <laughs> <laughs> it gets rough. Yeah, yeah I got to record it because I'm way gone by time it starts yeah so not every uh, sketch is a winner either no 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 yeah. they they're not good at picking them <laughs> that is for sure um all right let's uh, talk about some booze news extra extra drink all about it it's time for booze news tis indeed some very big and breaking news uh from last oh, week yeah. boston beer company so sam adams and Dogfish Head Brewing what? agreed to merge in a $300 million deal. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. 
the the guy no one is more outspoken against uh, big beer than Sam Calione from Dogfish Head. Now, to be fair, Boston beer is still technically craft. Right. They do go up to that that uh marker of however many million barrels it is and they stop right there. I'm telling you, man. So they are now going to merge. Uh 8 years ago Dogfish Head and Boston Beer Company teamed up to brew a collective beer for the annual Savor Craft Beer and Food Pairing Experience. Today, the two companies, well, last week, announced they're signing the signing of a definitive merger agreement valued at $300 million. Damn. The deal is expected to close in the second quarter. As part of the transaction, Dogfish Head co-owners Sam and Mariah Calione will receive about 406,000 shares of Boston beer valued at $314 per share, wow. making them the largest non-institutional shareholders in the company behind founder Jim Coach. Koch, cock, I never know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think it's cock. balls. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Cock balls. Jim. <laughs> Meanwhile, existing Dogfish Head shareholders will receive 173 million dollars in cash, and Sam Kellyan will obtain a seat on Boston Beer's board of directors starting in 2020. The merger comes nearly four years after Dogfish Head sold a 15 percent stake uh, to LNK Partners, a New York-based equity firm, uh, for some capital. As a result, LNK will exit its investment in the Delaware-based craft brewery. According to a press release, Boston Beer expects to fund the cash component of the transaction through a combination of cash on hand and its available credit line. Um, this merger now brings together Brewers Association's second largest craft beer maker, Boston Beer, with the 13th largest craft brewery, Dogfish Head. Both companies will retain their status as BA-defined independent craft breweries. And it goes on to talk about uh, statements from both uh, Sam and Jim talking bells uh this is some huge news sam has been always very outspoken about anti-selling out and big beer and all this stuff so while it's technically not big beer it's about as close as you can get you sold out right well i would say this like i remember earlier or in earlier episodes i had said uh that it's it's looking like like craft beer is starting to like get into these yeah. little umbrellas. Right. We've been talking about these little mergers. Right. And right. But alliances. I feel like, yeah, Dogfish had to get merged with, you know, Boston. You know, it, I feel like. Is small beer becoming big beer? Well, not not so much that, but more like the way they merged, it's like they got, like, remember like in like uh, Italian mobsters? Like they would like, oh, like they, they have their own families, blah, blah, blah. But eventually, like, they get made. And then they go to a bigger family. Oh. And all of a sudden, they're a dawn. <laughs> like I feel like that's Dogfish Head now. I feel like they just got made right now. You know, like even though, like, because that's like, I, I, I'm pretty sure like they would want to be like the Boston Beer Company one day, like be yeah. that big where they're still craft, but they just got so huge. Well, I mean, who wouldn't, right? Yeah. So, but I feel like that's what it is. I feel like maybe Boston Beer Company is going to be like the fucking. God damn, what was that company? I don't remember that fucking mobster. <laughs> Whoever that family was, the big family that was make that was making everybody the Yeah, it wasn't even them, I no. don't think. I can't remember no, the real know. one. But either way, I feel like they just got made yeah. right now and I think like that's going to be the one that everyone's going to start to like the big fish, the, you know, no pun on dogfish head, but <laughs> I think the big fish are going to go there. Interesting. Yeah. We'll find out. That sounds pretty yeah. gangster. And Maybe Matt, sur- survival. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it's coming down to. A yeah. lot of them are saying, have like, to. we have to do this to survive. Yeah. yeah. A, for buying power. You get ingredients much cheaper when you buy them in bulk. And with AB InBev kind of buying up all the hop contracts, you right. got to be able to compete with that. 
Also, the distribution power. I mean, Boston Beer has great distribution. Exactly. So now Dogfish Head will be able to to jump on their distribution train, which will be great for them. They say they're still going to independently operate, so the Dogfish Head will still be in, was it Delaware? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, Boston Beer was going to do anything different. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll still be different companies, and they're not planning on getting rid of, like, Dogfish Head isn't going to can their whole marketing team or anything nope. like that. They're going to be two independent companies that just happen to emerge so we'll see what happens yeah, this sounds like it, it sounds yeah. like where big beer could probably buy some of these other umbrellas nobody's touching that one that's gonna be they're, an expensive umbrella they're teflon dawn yeah. dude i'm telling you yeah. <laughs> i mean this worked out well for firestone so far merging mm-hmm. with duvel oh yeah or duvel right. um they they haven't laid anybody off in fact they've only gotten bigger and expanded and, and brewed more beers and and so it, hopefully it's a similar situation where you know, Duval is hardly craft, just like uh, Boston beer, like they're very large. And so hopefully the, the capital and the distribution and, and kind of the, the power that comes from the bigger power. beer company. Feel the power. Yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, helps them out. And then uh, we'll get some more tasty beers from Dogfish Head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen them grow recently because all of a sudden, 120 minute IPA is very available on the West Coast. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Where, no kidding. Before it was like if you saw it, you called your friends and said, "Get to the store immediately," because yeah. you can only get two, and they're going to sell out quick. Now it's like you must buy a four pack. And if Dogfish Head's going to be everywhere, I have no problem with that. No, that's not a bad right? beer to to find everywhere. I mean, that Dragon and Yum Yums is pretty fucking mm-hmm. weird, but overall, oh. they make some pretty good beer. Have you yeah. had that? No, I haven't. Don't try it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's great. We'll have it on the show someday. <laughs> love you sam so anyways huge news we'll nice. see how that uh how that works out for everybody and hopefully if it's creating more jobs hopefully yeah, that's a I good mean, thing yeah. if, True that. if dogfish head then gets bigger because of this kind of like Firezone has then yeah. uh, maybe yeah. more jobs and uh just more beer and maybe they'll make a couple more craft uh companies too craft brewer that say hey you guys you know be under our umbrella over that's here true. we're gonna start our own family yeah damn I mean, at the very least, like Firestone is very big with like doing collaborations with smaller breweries. Right. It's always a nice little uh, kick in the pants for a smaller brewery to work with yeah. something like Firestone oh, yeah. or Dogfish Head, you know, yeah. whatever it is. So we'll see what happens. Um, the Brewers Association adds four new styles and over a thousand edits to their uh, beer style guidelines. The 2019 version includes uh, style editions of Juicy or Hazy Strong Pale Ale, contemporary Belgian style. Gay's Lambic. I can't stand Lambic. It's just fruit. Uh, Franconian-style <laughs> rot beer. That's something I've never had. An American-style India Pale Lager, which I am a huge fan of. I love IPLs. You get the hoppiness of an IPA, and you get the smooth drinkability of a lager. Um, and then they did some edits. like They did some consolidations. They consolidated pale and dark American Belgio-style ales, into uh, pale and dark American Belgio-style ales, into one guideline. Uh, Keller beer, beer or Zwickel beer and lager styles have been con- consolidated into one guideline. Excuse me. Breslau style pale and dark Shopes style consolidated into one guideline. I'm sure I'm butchering some of these names. American style light and dark wheat beer styles wheat. consolidated from four guidelines into one. And wood and barrel aged pale to amber, dark and strong all into one guideline. And they removed the American-style ice lager as a category, which I find interesting. I feel like it's starting to make a comeback. Like, Modern Times has an ice. Uh, more locally to us, McLeod's has an ice. They have Van Ice. Uh, if you're in the L.A. area, you get that joke. Um, it seems like it's starting to come back around. It's just a stronger, light beer. So hmm. I'm surprised they removed it now and not a few years ago and nobody was making them. Right. So we'll well, see. that's the way it kind of goes, right? It doesn't, like, seems like all these beers... 
like a style would just come out of nowhere and then everyone will start making it. Yeah, it's just like an RKO out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. You had to. And, yeah. and you had me at breast lock, so. At what? Breast lock. What the hell? I don't know. It sounded like it's what you said in one of them. Oh, all right. <laughs> that's just what you wanted to do. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, well, this one's for Scott, though. Our final story of the night. Nice. Natty Light is looking for interns to get paid to drink beer. Oh, shit. Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. Drinking beer on the job is just what a lot of people fantasize about. Natty Light can make that fantasize? dream a reality. <laughs> the company and their with their beer fondly named Natty Light is looking for a Natty intern this summer to literally get paid to drink beer. Uh, they say a 4.0 GPA or great references aren't important to apply. Oh, thank of God. Course not. <laughs> <laughs> the jobs, uh, they're looking for well-rounded, fun-loving human beings who know how to get things done. That's right. On Natural Light's website, they say you should also be familiar with social media and have basic computer and social media oh, skills. Oh, okay. damn it. Oh, we just ruled damn Scott it. out. Sorry about wow. that. Uh, the website also says... Can I work from home? <laughs> <laughs> the website also says, just be cool. Oh, man. Uh, you, also, <laughs> you also have to be 21. Oh, uh, oh man. Some of the intern's responsibilities will include attending sporting events and traveling to cool places. What? Do I have to drive? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I have to put my Uber sign up. Yeah, but uh, act quickly because you have to apply by May 19th. God uh, damn it. Visit Natural Light's website to complete a job description and all qualifications needed. But wow. it's Natty Light. I'll be up all yeah. night. I'm sure you will. Yeah, oh my God. It sounds like such a sweet gig. Minus the Natty Light it's part. Right. It's still free. I mean, come on. True that. And they're going to send and they're you gonna to like pay me? sporting events pay and me stuff? Pay me and send me to sporting Like, would events? I do it? Let's be honest. Yes, I would. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think yeah. I would. But I'll, I'll be quite honest. Daddy Light is a beer that I never liked. Like, even in my shitty beer days, like, I'd drink the Bud and the Miller Light and that kind of stuff. And Natty Light, ugh, just wasn't my jam. God damn it, man. Yeah. Damn. I think the only time I ever drank it was at Scott's house. <laughs> had to be. Yeah. And then that's if, all I had. And if one of us does it, that's selling out. That's true. I mean? That's not Teflon Don <laughs> gaudy yeah. status. That's the mobster I was looking for. This is, yeah, this is selling out straight yeah. up. Yeah. When I lose my job here at... Uh... Probably. You'd at least be suspended. Okay. okay. I'll take the suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Without pay. Because oh, wow. we can't entirely okay. frown at that. No, because it's free beer and it's going to cool places. That's awesome. I'll share my experiences on the show. Yeah, we can't have that. Okay, I won't say nothing about it on the yeah, show. Yeah, we'd be shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'd make me into some kind of mascot or something. Maybe I'd be like the least interesting person in the world. <laughs> Dan, the Natty Light beer. <laughs> yeah. Natty Dan. I don't yeah. always drink beer. <laughs> but when I do, <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. Natty Ice. It's Natty Ice. Yeah. I don't always drink water-flavored beer. <laughs> yeah. But when I do... Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, anyways, apply now if that's something that you're looking to do. May 19th is the deadline. A job's there. a job. That's true. You know. Or like Nick Schwartzen always said on uh, Reno 911, hand job's still a job. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good character. <laughs> he was. That was a great show. Yeah. Oh, yeah I missed I that. Missed. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. That's all we got for you today. Thank you all for listening and joining along. You can find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com. At the Unfiltered Gentleman on the social medias, except for Twitter, at Unfiltered Gents. You can call us, leave us a drunk message, 805 538 Beer 2337. And I think that's everything. So thank you guys all for drinking along. I hope in the meantime you're all staying hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Yeah.